0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. Happy anniversary to us. So, if I timed this right, this should be coming out on Thursday, the 16th of August, which does mark our two-year anniversary of being in business. Yay! I can't believe we've been doing this for two years, Mary. This is... It's been fun. Yep. So, I actually read some stuff we had put out there way back early on when we first started. And it was neat seeing how much it's changed since then because at that time we were looking at it as being a sideline. It's just like side money and like maybe someday we could make it a full-time thing. And six months later it became a full-time thing. Uh, and that that really was, was very different.
1: Yeah, you were home full-time then.
0: Yeah, I was annoying you all the time instead of just, just a little while. And, uh... You're
1: not annoying. <laughs> okay. Generally you're not annoying. How's that?
0: I have my moments.
1: (laughs) You're not annoying.
0: When we first started, we were talking about, you know, what is our niche? Well, we're not sure. We're just going to publish a bunch of games that we enjoy and hope that the the quality and the reputation is is what we become known for. And that has been true. We do publish a wide variety of stuff, and I think the games are pretty high quality, and we have a pretty good reputation. But we've also kind of found a niche in under-game topics and in kind of weird approaches to games. And so we really kind of found that niche, and weren't really cognizant of the fact that that was what we were going to be doing. You know, it wasn't like we had planned that, or that we necessarily had a plan other than let's let's put some games out there. And and really, I was kind of surprised which games became big hits for us. And uh, we talked about this before in the podcast, but I would not expect the supply lines to be a big hit. I would expect. You know, to publish a bunch of quote-unquote normal games that would do really, really well, and then something like Supply Lines would do not so well. And Supply Lines has done really, really well. Tail Bales has done really, really well. Traffic, of course, we knew Traffic was going to do well. But it's still kind of amazing to look back at how we were thinking, or how I was thinking at that time, because I think you always knew. You always believed in those games, and you I always believed
1: knew. I, I believed in them. I believed in them. I... I can't say I had psychic powers and knew. I believed in them.
0: I'm pretty sure you had psychic powers, or psychotic powers at least. Uh, probably
1: psychotic powers. Yeah. yeah, definitely.
0: Um, and it's it's been it's been a it's been a fun ride, and I I, I want to see where where it continues to take us. You know, it's it really is kind of living the dream and every morning i wake up once i wake up in the afternoon i wake up every morning and i'm i'm happy to do this for a living i still can't believe that this is what we get to do and how we get to spend our time and it's a pretty cool way to make a living I want to thank everyone out there for buying our games and supporting us and getting the word out so that's really what what made this work absolutely And some of you might be wondering, so there's an anniversary sale, right? There is not an anniversary sale this time around. And that's because last time we did an anniversary sale, we learned a lesson. (laughs) Which is, uh, because we had offered the games at very deep discounts. There's kind of a run on a lot of them, and we did not make a whole lot of money. We did get some new customers, but we didn't make a whole lot of money that month. We didn't
1: make any money that month.
0: Okay. You're the one with the numbers. I'm always asking you, how many copies of that sold? How many copies of the? How many? How much is this doing? And you'll you'll tell me because I just have a vague idea of this is doing well, this is doing better, and I just kind of go back to fiddling with counters. Yeah, we didn't. We apparently didn't make any money that month, and uh, so we decided that we would just have one big sale a year, which would be our holiday sale, the end of year sale. Rather than having an anniversary sale in the summer,
1: we, we will have some small sales here or there though throughout well, the yeah, year.
0: We always do. Yeah,
1: just just so people don't think that's a only. That's going to be the big one. Yeah, but we will have smaller sales.
0: One thing that we did do to commemorate this anniversary is we got all the old episodes of the podcast back up and arranged in a playlist. So as you might recall. We only had a limited amount of space with our our podcast hosting service. And so old episodes were kind of falling off as new ones came on. And I didn't think people would be particularly interested in the old episodes. No, you were
1: pretty adamant about that. (laughs) You were so adamant. They're not going to want to listen to it.
0: And boy was I wrong. So we were going to get them back up. And we are going to do that gradually once we upgraded the plan. I think we talked about this uh, a few episodes ago, that we would be gradually uploading the old episodes a few like one or two every week or something. And then I kinda of forgot. And then I was like, well, you know, I should probably get the rest of these up. So I did the last like twelve or thirteen last night, uh before we were recording. That's
1: why you were up till four o'clock in the morning.
0: It wasn't four <laughs> o'clock in the morning, like two o'clock in the morning. But uh but okay. part of that is so that's that, why
1: you were up that's why you were up till two o'clock in the morning?
0: Yeah. Part of that is that uh, the episodes, the early episodes we had uploaded in WMA format. At some point, while we're doing the pod, you know, doing the first run of those episodes, someone pointed out like it'd be much more convenient, and this was MP3. And so from that point on, we started doing them in MP3. So in re-uploading these older episodes that were previously only in WMA format, I had to actually go into my audio editing software to convert it to an mp3 and we have very old software that likes to take its sweet time about things so it was kind of a hassle changing each one to an mp3 which is one reason why I was dragging my feet only had two or three of those left that actually were needing conversion so once I got those done the rest were just one after the other just upload the file straight so they're now all up in mp3 format I created a playlist and they're now in order in the playlist and I believe we're going to have a link to that on the website so you can go right there and listen to them all if that's what you want to do. There's like 10 or 11 hours of us yakking.
1: Isn't that 10 or 11 hours? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow.
0: So if you want to listen to us uh, argue about dinosaurs and water for, for 11 hours, then there's the playlist.
1: You drank my water just before we started this. I filled the gulp, bag gulp, up. Gulp, 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 and then it's like, uh, oh, I just took a sip.
0: And <laughs> then immediately filled the back up. Uh, one thing that's kind of neat uh, with regards to our anniversary is presently, I'm not sure if it's going to be the case on Thursday when this goes up, but right now when we're recording this, our company is number one in the BGG hotness list. So if you're on Board Game Geek, they have the hotness and they have a list of like the hot games and the hot people and the hot uh, companies, uh, which are the the pages that are being visited the most often. And apparently, we were number one there for some reason. Um,
1: are we still? I know it was last, last night.
0: So last I checked, I, I haven't seen it. Here's today. here's the thing: when I'm on, when I'm logged into BGG, and I click on the company part of the hotness, it tells me the hotness has gone cold and doesn't list anything. If I'm not logged on, it does show me the hotness, and when I checked this morning, we were still number one. Wow. And I'm not really sure why that is. I think it has something to do with the North and Pacific uh, designer diary that went up on BGG on Sunday. It's, for a lot of people, that's probably going to be their first exposure to me and us and our weirdness. They probably would never, A lot of people wouldn't have heard of us. But then, you know, North Pacific coming out from Rio Grande, which is a game I designed to come out from Rio Grande, to give you that context. The blog post, Designer Diary, talks about how the original publication, North Pacific, through Winsome Games, led to this, led to that, led to this, led to that, which ultimately helped us make this a full-time endeavor. And so the story of Holland Spiel kind of intersects with that story, intertwines with it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm assuming people looked at that and like, hey, let's... Look don't know what Hollenspiel is. I haven't seen like a super increase in sales recently, but maybe they're just looking. Or it might be because uh, until very recently, we had the notice on our site uh, about the wildfires. So let's talk about those wildfires, shall we? So as a lot of folks probably know, there are some wildfires going on in California. And California is where our printer, Blue Panther, uh, makes his home and, and his office. And because the wildfires were in his area, he was forced to evacuate with his family. Now, he's fine, his family is fine, and his property didn't sustain much damage. So, I mean, everything's fine there. Um, But, you know, he was down for a few days. And we're really glad that everyone is safe and everyone's okay.
1: Yeah, that's number one priority.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Everybody be safe and well. But that did kind of put a spanner in the works because we had a package on its way... The Blue Panther, with the cards for our next game campaign of nations. So he had already printed up X number of copies of the game. He was just waiting for the decks of cards to arrive, so he can plop those decks in the box and seal them up, and you can start taking orders and you can start fulfilling them. And the box was on its way to California when he had to evacuate. And you know we had no idea when he'd be coming back. We had no idea if it would arrive at the post office in California and catch on fire or something so we had to work with our card manufacturer and with ups to have the package redirected to us to michigan uh we knew what was going on and right now we're waiting for that package to arrive on our doorstep so we then can repackage it and send it out to blue panther so we were planning on having campaign the nations out probably sometime this week because that box would have arrived like a monday we could start taking orders Monday or Tuesday, but we we're waiting for the box that was on its way to California. Had to turn around to come back across the country to us.
1: Our card manufacturer and um, UPS were were pretty good. They they got everything yeah. taken care of. So the package came back to us. Well, it's on its way back to us because it's not here yet. Um, pretty pretty quick. They they got it. Yeah, they, got they it rerouted got it quick. pretty quickly.
0: Uh, they, you know we've only, we haven't had too many issues with the card manufacturer, but when we have, they've always resolved them fairly quickly, and uh, they've been very friendly. So uh, we really appreciate that, that customer service from them. Recent, so about a week ago, I think we released the final cover for this guilty land, and it engendered a lot of discussion, which I think is uh, healthy but I didn't want to dig too much into it here because this is a podcast where we argue about dinosaurs and I drink Mary's water, and it's it's generally a, a fairly light, fluffy podcast. So digging into something as complicated as you know a game about the politics of slavery in the antebellum period is not necessarily on brand for the podcast. It's not necessarily the right place for it. I do have an interview lined up with uh, Travis Hill where I'll be getting kind of in-depth about a lot of this stuff. I, um, I
1: think we should uh, stress that this is about the politics of slavery. Uh, we're, we're not actually digging into slavery.
0: Yeah, it's not about the institution of slavery. It's not about the lived experience of slaves. Right. Um, because I don't think that's my story to tell. Uh, telling the story of an oppressed or marginalized person, mm. that's not something where my voice is valuable at all because I am a, a straight, white, middle-class man who makes board games for a living. I am not oppressed. I am not marginalized. And so those kind of stories, I don't want to co-opt that. I don't want to appropriate that. So this game is about the legislative structure and the moral cowardice that allowed the evil of slavery to continue in America for so long. Most of the pushback that I we've gotten, and it hasn't been a whole lot of pushback, but most of it has been from folks who feel that doing a game on this topic is anti-American or being overly critical of America. It's part of our history. But they'll also say that, you know, obviously there's some kind of secret agenda doing this game on this topic at this time. And, you know, I'm going to say it's not an allegory for today's political situation or discourse. But there are echoes of that time and place that resonate in the here and now. And that's a big part of what compelled me to take on this topic, which this is not a topic that we took on lightly. In fact, I kind of resisted it for, for quite some time, but I felt compelled to do it. It's the game I'm proudest of right now. And there'll be more information about that as as time goes on, as we get those interviews out. Uh, as I think it does behoove us to communicate as often as possible what the game is, what the game is about, what it is not, and what it is not about. But like I said, I don't think this podcast itself is necessarily the ideal forum for that. So to, to kind of wrap this up, we, we want to say thank you to everyone who's listening to this, and who has listened to us in the past, and who has supported our products and our company, it's because of you that we're able to do this full-time, uh, which is a, a gift, and we just really deeply appreciate that. And it's because of you that we're able to take chances on games that are uncommercial, that would turn off other publishers. You know, we tried to sell supply lines to different publishers before Hollenspiel, N- no bites, because who wants to play a game about supply lines in the American Revolution well actually there's a lot of you and it's because of your support that we're able to do that it's because of your support we're able to engage with serious topics like an infamous traffic, like meltwater that's coming up in a month or two like this guilty land
1: thank you bye